Well, welcome back to another episode. On this one, I am going to be talking about Marlene Johnson. So this one is honestly one lady who's basically, I don't know if she had an obsession about someone having an affair. I don't know what her past. I was trying to look up to see about her past, but I couldn't find out much. Only... So basically, on this one, um, Marlene Johnson, she lived in North Carolina with her husband, Irvin Johnson. Um, Marlene, 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 I don't know why I said that. Marlene believed that her husband was having an affair with his co-worker, Charlene um, Pierce, back in 2013. So this is pretty recent. We're in 2019. Um, I guess... The little history that I could get was that she had a history of accusing her husband of having uh, marital affairs. Obviously, this came from an insecurity. I don't know. Maybe she grew up. Her parents had maybe multiple affairs. I, I don't know as far as that goes. But I know that she had a history of falsely accusing her husband of having marital affairs. This was always an ongoing topic in their household. I mean, she did this multiple times and almost just became very obsessive over it. Um, So one day, um, Charlene, which is, you know, she was the um, co-worker of her husband, um, was having lunch with um, other co-workers. Okay, let me go back. One day, Charlene was having lunch with her co-workers when Johnson, who happened to be there, interrupted their meal. I don't know if she happened to be there. She probably was stalking this lady at this point. So Charlene got up to leave the restaurant when Johnson grabbed her by her hair, dragged her into the parking lot, and knocked her to the ground. Charlene would uh, punch her and kick her, which, you know, showed in the records, and also... uh, the friends that were there with um, Charlene, um, you know, also verify, you know, hey, you know, this chick Marlene just started attacking our friend who we were just having lunch with, you know. And Charlene ended up having a, cont- a contusion to her hip, her thigh, back, and deep cuts on her hand. That's how bad this fight got. And this is all because Marlene was so obsessed with Charlene having an affair with suppose her husband, which uh, honestly, it becomes that she isn't even having an affair. She's actually in a relationship with someone who they have a very committed relationship. And the only thing is, is that Marlene is very obsessed with this. She cannot stop these thoughts, you know, in her head. So after all this, you know, happens, um... Marlene even told Charlene that it was not over and that there would be more to come and threatened to attack her again. So Marlene was charged with an assault, inflicting serious injury and communicating threats. She was charged with simple assault for allegedly attacking two of Pierce's friends who tried to defend her. So, of course, when this innocent lady is just having lunch with her friends or co-workers, you know, um, all this happens and um, it's just, you know, I I can't imagine you're sitting there trying to enjoy your lunch and all of a sudden you're getting attacked. Um, Marlene believed so much that her husband and Charlene was having an affair that she even hired a PI, a private investigator. 
It was proven that it was 100% false and that there was no proof that they were even having an affair. After this incident, Charlene got a restraining order against Marlene, which I don't blame her. I'm sorry, but if someone's going to kick my butt, I'm putting a restraining order against you, to please. I honestly don't even think this lady would have listened to any kind of paper. Sometimes what's scary to me is that you can file these, but the other person just sees it as a paper. And so they don't really, you know, listen or follow through with this, you know. And so even though you file to have a restraining order, a lot of times I hear a lot of people still just violate it. And so, you know, it is a scary situation. I cannot imagine being in a situation like that, especially when you're falsely being accused of stuff like this and you know for sure you're not even having an affair. But, of course, this lady did not believe that. Um, so this, oh, okay, so as I get, say, this didn't even stop Marlene. She even sent Charlene a friend request on Facebook, which this violated the restraining order put in place. So the county judge extended the restraining order by another year because of this. So obviously she didn't even respect it. So basically what I just said, you know, she did not. So Marlene would even steal mail from Charlene's mailbox. Um, I don't even know what this obsession. I honestly sometimes wonder what these people do all day. I guess they just sit and dwell on this stuff. And then it just, they just get heated up inside. Um, so on July 23rd at about 9.40 a.m., Charlene's body was found by her fiance Chuck Reeves. She had been stabbed numerous times. Charlene appeared to have been beaten in the head and upper body. She also had wounds on her hands that were consistent with defensive wounds. The crime scene had particularly been cleaned with bleach. Marlene had apparently tried to stage the murder as a botched robbery by stealing jewelry and other personalized items around the house. Um, so... Obviously, my point is proven that she did not even respect um, the restraining order that was even extended to another year. Charlie's body was found in the bath. She had been stabbed with such force that the handle of the knife had snapped off, leaving the blade inside. Oh, my gosh, that's horrible. That's just, oh, poor lady, poor lady. Just to know what she went through, it's just so sad, you know. Uh, Marlene, who approached the police... First said that she had heard on the news that Charlene had been killed and that it was quick to tell them she didn't do it and that she had an alibi, which is kind of odd. You go, you know, let's just say you're going to the scene and you're like, oh, hey, um, I heard on the news this person has been killed, but um, no, I didn't do it. And I have an alibi, you know, the officers noted that uh, Marlene had scratches on her hands and thought she was acting very nervously for an innocent woman. I mean, really, I mean, who goes there and says, oh, don't accuse me and I have an alibi. You know, um, that just tells me <laughs> you had something to do with it. I mean, she's such an idiot. Within hours, Marlene was arrested at her home and it was searched. They found all surveillance photos of Charlene's movement. So this lady was following the lady that she was accusing of her husband having an affair and um, the home uh, paper towels that were found at the crime scene were tested and revealed to have been Marlene's DNA on them. Of course, Marlene pled not guilty at the trial. Marlene's defense team stunned the court by producing no evidence and called no witness. Um, Marlene didn't even take the stand. 
they didn't even make an opening statement. Um, that's kind of unheard of. So I'm not too sure what happened. I just don't even, I don't know. Marlene collapsed in court as she was found guilty and sentenced to life for first degree murder, life without parole. Marlene stated, I disagree with the decision. I'm an innocent and I will never, and I was never there. I would not hurt anybody. I would not have killed Charlene Pierce. Judge replied, the DNA squarely contradicts everything that you just said. Ma'am, you will die in prison. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously there was nothing that she could say, do in defense. Um, I, I just, I, it's just crazy. So Pierce's daughter, Tracy Brown, spoke out in court prior to the sentencing, directly addressing to Johnson. As a Christian, I am supposed to be forgiving. But I could never forgive you for what you did. And if you keep me from going to heaven, then I'll meet you in hell. When honestly, when I read that, I was like, wow. And I hope and pray that Tracy does find in her heart to forgive. And I know that's easier said than done. Um, and it's also a lot more for yourself. You know, um, this lady is not worth ever going to hell for or with or meet. Um to know that she did such a heinous crime and she didn't even, wasn't even remorseful. I mean, that just shows in her own belief that she really honestly believed that her husband was having this affair. And this lady um, had to pay the price for it. Had nothing to do. She was in a great relationship. From what I read, she had a beautiful relationship with this man, this other man that... She was, you know, they had a very committed relationship. So, you know, for Marlene to really be so obsessive with believing that Charlene, you know, Pierce was having an affair. It's just, you know, she needed help. Definitely. She should have honestly, you know, found some help for that. Because um, obviously she has some kind of obsessive compulsive thought and, um, Anyway, so when I was reading and putting this one together, I found it, you know, uh, very interesting because I was just like this lady just looking at all these notes. I was just shocked at how um, obsessed she was, you know, to believe in her own mind. And it made me think, what is the history, you know, because I'm always like more in the psychological aspect and always want to know, OK, what what has happened in the past that you know, would cause somebody to be so, so like obsessed in believing one way. And that's all you see. And you have, you know, you hire a PI that's saying, hey, they're not having an affair. You have these, the husband and granted, yes, I know a lot of husbands and other people have denied, but I mean, there was so much evidence to show that they weren't having an affair. So what in her head, you know, what in the past really happened for her to really honestly believe this truth in her own mind to go and kill this beautiful lady who who now you know her daughter has to live without a mom you know and I don't know the whole situation is really sad I was just like wow and and then for her to still say you know that oh no I, I disagree with the decision and I'm innocent and I was never there I mean, even you got all this evidence against you and you're still denying it. You're not even taking any ownership of anything. You know, you killed this lady. I mean, there's so much evidence toward it. And I just can't believe. And I hope that 
she can find it in her heart to, you know, sit. Now she's going to be there for life. And, you know, now she can just think about this every day. I hope it replays in her head every single day. And she found, she ends up finding God and asks for forgiveness and, you know, admits to what she's done. You know, she killed an innocent person all because of her own thoughts, really. Uh, so I hope you guys really enjoy this one. This one was a Marlene Johnson. Um, like I said, this was just, um, you know, a whole sad situation all around. And um, I will catch you guys on the next one. Bye.